Thank you for supporting the media outreach of New Covenant Christian Ministries. Through the powerful preaching and teaching of Pastor Bill and Dr. Deanne Johnson, family relations are being restored. The wayward are returning to God. And together, we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Join us now for a message that will strengthen you in your faith and encourage you to be all that God has designed you to be. We have been dealing with this subject matter, Who Am I Becoming? And today I want to challenge you in this one, becoming a person of gratitude, becoming a person of gratitude. Listen to this. Zig Ziglar said this, that gratitude is the healthiest of all human emotions. The more you express gratitude for what you have, the more likely you will have even more to express gratitude for. And I found that to be true. Sometimes you and I don't quite get the lesson. And so God allows people in our lives that will teach us. And our spiritual daughter, really our daughter, Melissa, is a person who is teaching me gratitude. In 2020, um, we had the privilege of, 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 of her being home. She teaches abroad, but she was at home and she was actually living with us uh, earlier part of 2020. And it was amazing to watch her because this is what would happen. Uh, wake up and I'd see Melissa in the kitchen and it could be raining outside and she'd be saying, oh, thank you, Lord, for the rain. And I'm like, why are you thanking God for the rain? Well, you know, when I was in uh, Qatar, there was so much desert and sand and all this and there wasn't much rain. And I just thanked the Lord for the rain when it was sun shining. Oh, thank you, Lord, for the sunshine. Because today I can go out and walk. It really did not matter with Melissa what came her way. She found ways and reasons to be grateful. So, Melissa, thank you. You're teaching your dad gratitude. I want to encourage you, become a student like me. I'm learning to become a person of gratitude. To help today with this, I want to look at a particular story in Luke's gospel, chapter number 17. Let's read through it, beginning at verse number 11. It says, Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. There as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers who stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face and at his feet, giving thanks. 
and he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. What a story. When we look at this particular story, we see the condition. And it says the condition was there were these two men, these 10 men, I'm sorry, who were lepers. And we have to understand biblical leprosy was the same as, uh, was not the same as modern day leprosy, but a, a variety of diseases that may have included uh, psoriasis, lupus, ringworm, and others. But lepers were required to keep their distance from the people. And when people would pass by, their job was to cry out. It was their responsibility to cry out, unclean, unclean, unclean. And so because of their condition, they had become what is known as socially outcast. They were not permitted to be in with others, even those whom they would normally associate with. And so that was their condition. And sometimes life has a way of presenting conditions to us that will cause us to be outcast or be distant from others. Of course, we understand that dealing with the coronavirus. Uh, we understand that, listen, listen, we are socially distant from one another. But, and that is our condition, but it doesn't have to imprison us. It doesn't have to be in a place, we don't cause us to be in a place where we refuse to be those persons who are grateful. What happened was they cried out. I love these 10 guys because they did something that many people are ashamed to do, and that is they cried out, Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. I need you to be, we need you to be merciful to us. Look at our condition. And they cried out to God. And this is what Jesus did. We see that Jesus said, I need you to do this. Go show yourselves to the priests. See, what Jesus was doing, he was really causing them to follow the Old Testament guidelines. Leviticus chapter 13 and 14, they were to go show themselves to the priests in keeping with those scriptures, and the priests were to examine themselves. It was the job of the priest to provide the proper diagnosis and declare whether they were healed or not. And so that's what they did. And that, that's the story. They began to move forward. Go show yourself to the priests. They obeyed the Lord. And then here is something interesting. And this is where the story turns. It says one of them. Keep in mind, there were 10. One of them came back and he returned and he gave thanks. Verse 15, it says, when one of them saw that he was healed, he began to look and see that he was healed. 
he returned with a loud voice and glorified God. He fell down on his face at Jesus' feet, giving him thanks. And so this is what I was looking at in this text. It is Jesus' response to this one guy. So it seems like when you're talking about this person of gratitude, it seems like Jesus had an expectation of them to return because he asked in verse number 17, were there not 10 cleansed, but where are the nine? So I submit to you, could it be that Jesus is waiting on us because he is expecting us to show some gratitude for what he's already done for us? I know it is so easy to move on to the next thing. But I want to encourage you, stop and show some gratitude because it's Jesus' expectation. And then another thing you look at in this, when you begin to give God thanks and give him praise, and you have this attitude of gratitude, uh, it shows appreciation because it gives God the glory. It, you begin to say, God, I praise you and I thank you for what you have done. God, you've been good to me. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. And listen, no matter where you are, no matter what's going on, you and I have reasons to be thankful. Because the truth of the matter is, it could be worse than what it is. And my friend, God is right there with you, helping you every step of the way. And we need to understand that when we have this attitude of gratitude, when we become this pe these persons who are appreciative and grateful, it's showing appreciation. <laughs> this text says, okay, were there not nine, verse 18, were there not any found who returned to give God glory except this foreigner? Now, please know that this person was, according to verse 16, a Samaritan. He was a mixed breed, half breed. He was not just pure in terms of his Jewish descent. Please know that there are people who you don't expect to give thanks. God's listening to their thanksgiving and those who you do expect to give thanks. Sometimes we're absent. I don't want to be that person who's absent from the Thanksgiving, from the, <laughs> from the Thanksgiving party. I recognize in our country, you, the U.S., we have a holiday called Thanksgiving. And I recognize that this is not Thanksgiving time. We're in the month of January. But how many know that 
You don't have to wait to November to become a person of gratitude. What I want to challenge you in is this. At the beginning of the year, become a person of gratitude. Don't wait to November. Become that now because it's Jesus. It's expectation. It shows appreciation. And what happens is this. When you and I begin to say thank you and we have that heart of gratitude, it really results in salvation. I get that from verse number 19, because in verse 19, it says, and he said to him, arise, go your way. Your faith has made you well. Now, 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 I want to point something out to you. In verse number 19, he says, your faith has made you well. When you look back, it says at some point he saw that he was cleansed. One of them returned. And when he saw that he was cleansed in verse number 15, saw that he was healed. What happened was he saw the progress. He began to see that, okay, I see some physical change. I see some changes happening. But what happened with him was different than what happened with the other nine. They were healed, but he came back and said, thank you. And it resulted in salvation because he uses this word, your faith has made you well. That's where we get that word salvation from. It means well, it means saved, delivered, it means made whole. So could it be that the difference between your simply being healed and being whole is Becoming a person of gratitude. Becoming that person of gratitude. I love this story. I love the text. It's a wonderful text to teach. And I appreciate all that it transpires within the text. I asked myself, okay, how do I do it? Because honestly, I told you about Melissa. She challenged me because I saw what was happening with her. She challenged me, somebody who had been in a country that it had first direct contact with coronavirus, being in China and then coming to the U.S., having to quarantine and then go through all of the steps. Even seeing her operate in the midst of that, I was challenged to become this person of gratitude. So I asked myself, Billy, how do you do it? How do you do it? This is how you do it. Start small. Yep, start small. A lot of times we wait till the big things happen before we become that person of gratitude. Start small. How can you start today? Look right where you are and find some reason to give thanks, to be grateful. Lord, I'm so grateful. God, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful to, for what's going on right now, what you're doing in me right now. I had something happen in 2020 where um, I had an income reduction in a particular uh, job that I was doing. And um, that was a test. 
that was a test for me because I don't like any change in finance. I, if, any, if there's going to be any change, I like increase. <laughs> and most of you are like the same thing. But I found that I had grown. I found that Melissa had rubbed off on me a little bit because instead of my complaining and being down about it, I said these words, Lord, thank you that I still have a job. Thank you that I still have some additional income because that's not wasn't my main salary. But I thank you that although it's been reduced, it's not been taken away totally. And so what I want to encourage you in, rather than complaining about it and murmuring about it, could it be that you find some reason? You may not have everything you want, but start small. And begin to be grateful about that thing. Lord, thank you. Some of you have been having relational difficulties. Lord, thank you that we didn't fight tonight. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Or we could have a, 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 a civil discussion. Thank you. Thank you. Or whatever it might be. You, Lord, Lord I, I just appreciate uh, that, that right now I may not have everything I want, but I'm still here. Thank you. Thank you. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. It's grace that's brought me this far, and I know it's your grace that's going to lead me on. How do you do it? You start small. And this is another thing I want to tell you. How do you do it? You have to practice daily. Every day. Every day before you start out with your God, I need you to do this, 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 this. Every day, practice it and you practice it daily. Lord, thank you. Uh, I grew up in the church um, and so I heard some of the older saints begin to say things like, Lord, I thank you for the activity of my limbs, meaning I thank you that my fingers can move. Find something to be appreciative of. So many things that we take for granted We've, we, we, we just don't take time to appreciate the Lord and appreciate God's goodness, having a heart of gratitude for. So you have to practice it daily. Practice it daily. I was told a story about a, um, um, this, this, this gentleman who had, his, had purchased his girlfriend a um, gift for Christmas. And the Christmas gift wasn't going to be there in time and, and the girlfriend was not appreciative of the Christmas gift showing up, not showing up in time. And she was like, well, where is my interim gift? What are you going to do for me? Folks, that's not the way to be. <laughs> that's not the way to be. What you have to understand is this. Nobody owes you anything. You aren't entitled to anything. So we have to be appreciative and grateful for everything. Lord, thank you. I'm appreciative. What happens is this. When you start small and you practice this gratitude daily, you'll find yourself doing this third thing. You'll find yourself having to be intentional in terms of how to do it because it, it requires intentionality. <laughs> I remember hearing, hearing this story. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it talked about this woman who um, was uh, really had a great attitude regarding her hair. She looked at her hair and she said, oh, my goodness, look at my hair. What am I going to do to it today? And she said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to comb it and put it in a bob and I'm going to let it come under. And then all of a sudden she um, had some hair to begin to fall out. And she said, well, what am I going to do today? She said, well, what I'll do today is this. I'll take my hair and I'll put it in a ponytail. That's what I'll do and just kind of wear it back. And then hair continued to fall out. And she said, well, I'll change the style and it'll be a mohawk because the hair was gone on the side. She just had a little bit in the top. And then uh, she said, I'll wear it in a ponytail. Then finally all of her hair fell out. And, and she said, well, what are you going to do today? She said, well, this is what I'm going to do. I thank God I don't have to do anything with my hair today. <laughs> so you and I can be very intentional about having a heart of gratitude, becoming a person of gratitude. Let me tell you what gratitude will do. I want you to write this it's an acronym, T-H-A-N-K-S, thanks. Being thankful, what thankful will do. Thanksgiving, T, controls your thoughts. H, Thanksgiving covers your heart. A, Thanksgiving cultivates a good attitude. Yep, it does. N, Thanksgiving shows us our real need, our need, what we really need, not just what we want, but what we need. K, Thanksgiving causes us to kneel in gratitude. And S, Thanksgiving conquers selfishness. It does. So my friend, the challenge for us today this year, this week, this moment, is to become a person of gratitude. Maybe you're not there now, but again, you start small, you practice it daily, and you have to be intentional about it. I want to encourage you, I want to challenge you and to say, I'm becoming a person of gratitude. Do it. Do it. I'm becoming a person of gratitude. I'm becoming that person of gratitude. I'm not a complainer, but I'm a person of gratitude. Amen. Amen. If you've not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, that's the place. In the day you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. But that's when you need to open your heart because the truth of the matter is God has allowed all the things in your life to lead up to this moment when you open your heart to him because you need to tell him thank you. And Lord, I receive you now. Well, how do you do it? Just simply pray with me. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I thank you and I receive you now and I thank you for receiving me in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. Well, listen, if you prayed that prayer, I say welcome to the family of God. You now have uh, even more reasons to be thankful, to be a person of gratitude. There's information on the screen as to how you can contact us. You can text 313131 and uh, text uh, uh, accept Christ to that number, and we will help you. We'll have a download for you. And my friend, we want to do you good on your journey. All right? Again, tell somebody, I'm saved now. I've received Jesus, and I thank the Lord for it. We hope you've enjoyed this message. For more information on other products and materials, please contact us at 770-484-9300, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Or visit our website at www.newcov.org. If you're in the Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for one of our dynamic services. Once again, thank you for receiving the living word of God from New Covenant Christian Ministries, where we are transforming all people into fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ.